mind-shifting moment, a learning from our guests that changed their perspective, or a tool or technique I share to help you get in your zone of genius and stay in it, or a mind-shifting session where I get to help our guests shift their mind here and now and become a healthier and happier leader, and you get to follow along. We share, you listen, reflect, and implement. The world becomes a better place. Let's go. Hey, Genius Leader, it's time for another quick solo episode of Mind Shifting Moment. And today I want to talk about the energy budget. If you have followed me for a while, you probably have heard about that uh, concept and framework from me many times, but I see there are new people to the podcast and that's why I want to bring that up. And, you know, generally common sense is not common practice. So it's good to remind you about the tools that are very valuable and powerful that you can use for your well-being, for your productivity, for the perceived quality of life in general. So the energy budget is the concept that I came up with in one of the coaching sessions early on in my business. Uh, For the client who wasn't so busy, if we would look at their schedule, but they didn't have time or they they didn't have the energy to do those things. And that brought a lot of overwhelm, the sense of not being enough, the sense of being a bad uh, parent, a bad bad professional, bad uh, partner, and so on and so forth. And I wanted to give them a framework to work with. And I came up with this energy budget. And the task is, and I really want you to take some time to actually implement that or try it on yourself, because it has been changing uh, mind and life for every client of mine who has gone through it. So please do this favor for yourself. So you take a piece of paper or maybe a, a spreadsheet, whatever is more convenient for you, and you write out the tasks that you do in your daily or weekly, but better to take it on a weekly basis. And then you do a pie chart where different categories of activities uh, represent different pieces of that pie or slices of that pie. And I want you to look at which areas of your life or which tasks and categories take bigger or are a bigger piece of a pie and analyze that, reflect on that. Is that how I want my life to look like as a whole? For example, 80% of your time goes into your work, which might make sense on the time perspective that you spend so much of your awake time working. And especially if you're an entrepreneur, you never switch off, as we discussed with Gardar in the previous episode. But also look at the energy. Create a pie chart for your energy, the budget for your energy. How much energy of yours does a task take? So, for example, there is a task that takes you five minutes to do, but getting it done is just draining you completely. You don't want to do anything else afterwards. You don't have any motivation. You don't have any inspiration and so on and so forth. That means that that task might take a very little time, but costs you a lot of energy. And a couple of insights that my clients got from doing the energy budget exercise is realizing that they budget for 130 at least percent of their, uh, of their budget, of their energy capacity. And that's so typical for the high performers, the entrepreneurs who are passionate about their business idea, about the product they're building, about the company they're building. They don't realize that it's not only about managing your time, but also managing your resources of your energy. And when they realize how much they're planning in regards to how much they can actually spend energy-wise, they understand why they always feel like they're behind the game. 
and they understand why they're always so harsh on themselves. And then it's much easier for, for us to start working to optimize in their budget, uh, seeing how, how can they increase their budget, so get more energy. Where can they op- optimize their spending? Where is it really spending and which activities are a true investment? Long-term, mid-term or short-term uh, real investment. So those are the things that you can start thinking about once you have the awareness, just to start seeing the patterns of yours and understanding, bringing something from subconscious to the conscious can really help you make the shifts that you have been trying to make, but you would always fall off the horse and never get back on track and those kind of things. Failing to understand your patterns in budgeting your energy can be one of the key steps to take towards figuring out how to make those shifts, how to create new habits, how to make better decisions that are actually healthy for you, for your company, for your relationships, and so on. So again, to summarize, you need to write down different activities and make it clear how much time and how much energy they take of you or from you. You need to I usually challenge my my clients at least to budget for 80, max 85% of your energy because stuff happens. There are always some fires to put out. There are always some unpredictable things that happen that actually take your energy. And you don't want to be budgeted for 100%. If if it would be about money, imagine that you get, for example, let's say, make it keep it simple. You have a thousand euros per month and you have budgeted every single cent of that, leaving no buffer. And then suddenly your tooth breaks and you need to go to a dentist and it costs you a lot. Where do you get that money from? Of course, you can go on the loans, but you can do it only so and so long without it bites you in your back, right? So that's the same with your energy. It's good to have some buffer for the things that happen on the way that you were not, you couldn't predict while you were planning your budget. And also look at that really honestly. Do you need to do some activities given how much energy they take from you? And if, especially if it's a pure expense and not an investment. And also think about some things that some things might be quite costly for you energy-wise and maybe even time-wise, so both. So that sounds like a red flag. But then you look at what it creates for your long-term or mid-term, for example, onboarding a, a new person on your team. It can take you a lot of time to teach them how you think explain what exactly goes through your head when you're uh, completing the tasks that you want them to do. It might be very frustrating and you could be going through the thoughts like, why the hell do I need to spend more time now on doing this task if I hire this person to actually get it off my plate? But that is a very good investment. If you have found a right, the right person and you have made this transition for them, explaining them the task and the philosophy and the thinking behind the task and the result in a good way, then in a month, maybe in a week, whatever it is, you don't have to do it. And ideally, those people actually bring even better results than you would have because that's their zone of genius if you have hired right and they're creative and they are passionate about this particular task. So again, not necessarily will it be the result that you see that something is a high time, high energy cost, that that would automatically remove something from your, from your schedule or your to-do list. But it's really one of the ways to look at the measures, at the metrics, and realize where are the gaps for you? What can be improved? And how can you be a better version of yourself? How can you be a happy version of yourself? How can you 
improve your perceived quality of life, as I mentioned earlier, so that it doesn't become a journey that is just completely dull. Because that's what I see with a lot of my clients. They are successful in what they do. They have built a great company. They have a good culture, but they just feel void inside. They don't have the joy anymore from the process. And energy budget is a great tool to prevent that from happening in your life. And also, if, even if you have gotten there, to bring that joy back by real aligning how you spend your resources, time and energy, thought about them together in a better way, in a more authentic to you way, in a smarter for you way. And I want to emphasize authentic to you and smart for you because there are no rights and wrongs here. Of course, there are a couple of those things that are just plainly stupid to do, but um, mainly we're talking about finding your way of allocating your resources in a good and smart and honest for yourself way. So I hope you'll take some time this weekend to really go through this practice, do your energy budget, realize for how much you're budgeting and planning, see whether that's actually reflective of the resources that you have, and start realigning things that might feel not optimal at the moment. Thank you so much and talk to you on Wednesday.